What's up, beautiful people, to another episode of Reading with Ricky. It's me, Ricky Jones Jr., back again for another Bible reading in which we are in Luke chapter 5, right? Currently at verse 9, for those that don't know, for those maybe joining in for the first time and realizing what's going on, right? It's all about knowing what the Word says, what the Bible says, so that we can know what we have a right to, what we can expect of God and from God, and how we can go about our everyday lives through this Word word of God. And so here we are in the story talking about Peter, right? Peter has just received this net tearing blessing from Jesus, right? Being in his presence, told him to cast the net over the side in which it became so many fish that it began to, began to tear the net. And then Peter had to call out to some partners, right? His business partners, hey, come over here. I'm receiving so much fish. My boat is about to sink. My net is about to tear. I need you to help me out. But then after all of those things, he started looking at self. But then here we are in verse 9, it says, For he, Peter, was awestruck by the number of fish they had caught, as were the others with him. His partners, James and John, the sons of Zebedee, were also amazed. So Peter had partners, but then also he called over James and John, which are going to soon become the disciples of Jesus as well. And they were all amazed. Why is this part in the text? Why is this in the Bible? I believe it's because that God is about to bless us. God is about to do some miraculous things in our lives. And it's going to be so much so that others are going to come into our lives that have been around us and say, whoa, God did that for you. Whoa, God's blessing is that great and bountiful for you. Oh my gosh. And the witness that you are going to be, the testimonies that you're going to have, the stories that you're going to be able to share are going to be so great, so mighty, so powerful that will draw others to Jesus. It's going to draw others to God, the one who is the one that blesses, the one who does give out freely, right? God is going, God is about to do something great in our lives. If you receive that, just hit that like button or say amen or say that's me, right? We have to receive what God is sharing. And truth be told, in the midst of my prayer time with God in and um, making sure that, you know, I'm ready to say what needs to be said and reading the word. God said he's about to do some prophetic things. Some prophetic words are about to be brought forth in this week's reading. And I believe that's one of them, right? God is about to do some awe-strucking blessings, about to do some things in our lives that only God can. And I'm in receiver, right? I, I know I'm in the midst of a space and a place here, Johannesburg, South Africa, looking for God to continue to bless and enrich us, right, in all things things, be it influence, be it finances, be it favor, be it uh, with our kids. No, I'm always open, right? I've declared some things. I'm believing God for some things. And I believe that God's going to do some awestrucking, if I could put it like that, things, right? As it was awestrucking for Peter uh, and his partners, James and John were amazed as well. Think of some people that are in your lives, around your lives, that's been praying for you, that's been in it with you, that's been cheering you on. They are as well about to be in awe. They are about to be amazed of the things that God has done for you and will do through you and for you. But again, remember, it's not just for you to receive and do of it with your own self. No, it's for you to be a blessing to others, right? You're going to have so much. You're going to have an abundance. You're going to have a overflow. You're going to have over full, right? Cup runneth over into the saucer that you're going to have to give to others. So let's be mindful of that as well. But then it goes on to say, in verse 10, Jesus replied to Simon, right? Um, Don't be afraid. For now on, you'll be fishing for people. 
don't be afraid, Jesus said. Don't be afraid. Why is he saying don't be afraid in the midst of his amazement, in the midst of Jesus, you know, bowing down, falling to his knees, um, saying, I'm not, I'm too much of a sinner for you to be around. Jesus says, don't be afraid. From now on, you'll be fishing for people. Why is this in here? Why is it being said? Largely because it's a reminder that even as Peter saw himself as too much of a sinner, not worthy, not accomplished, doesn't have this, doesn't have that, whether it's a degree or doesn't have a history of doing um, any good, right? Jesus is like, don't be afraid. <laughs> Don't, 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 don't. Calm all that down. I'm not here for all that. What I'm here for is you. I know what you're capable of. I know what you have a purpose of doing. I know what your destiny is before you. And you're going to be a fisher of people. You're going to be drawing people to me, drawing people to the Savior, drawing people to God, as Jesus was saying this to Peter. However, I believe this is applicable to us because we can't look at ourselves as not worthy than not having accomplished, not having this, not having that or no, I'm not this. I'm not that person. No, 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 no. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Be willing. Don't be afraid. Be willing. That's the word for us today. Don't be afraid. Be willing because God is going to use you. Jesus Christ has died for you to be a witness, to be a vessel, to be a instrument for the kingdom, to be a drawer of people to the kingdom because of the light, the specific light that you have that is unlike any other. Right. But the light that you have that is going to draw others to the kingdom. I believe that for you. If you believe that for yourself, put it in the comments. I believe. I believe. I believe that's for me. Verse 12, it says, this is talking about Jesus healing a man with leprosy. In one of the villages, Jesus met a man with an advanced case of leprosy. When the man saw Jesus, he bowed with his face to the ground, begged to be healed. Lord, he said, if you are willing, you can heal me and make me clean. If you are willing, you can heal me and make me clean. This is a man with leprosy, right? And the thought of those with leprosy, they were outcasts, right? They were not amongst people because the thought was if they was around people. If they got around people, touched people or in the close vicinity of people, that leprosy could transfer to others. However, when he came, the man with the leprosy and even not just leprosy, but an advantage case of leprosy, which I even love when the Bible just adds that above and beyond to some things, right? Advanced case, advanced case of leprosy with the idea that this man was almost at the end, was at the brink of death, was about to be taken out due to this leprosy. And I say that to say, right? I think of people that have been healed from having an advanced case of cancer, right? Stage four cancer or the list goes on. However, people have been healed from cases in which people have wrote them off or said you only have five months to live, six months to live, two weeks to live. God can come. God will come and heal them. It says the man asked to be healed and made clean. I love that. He was specific with his prayer request. He was specific from what he had from God. He wanted to be healed and he wanted to be made clean. I point that out because I asked you, how specific are you in your prayer request? God? Are you vague to the sense of, hey, God, I just want to have a good day. 
No, like be specific. What will make a good day? Hey God, I want to have no traffic on the way to work. I pray for no traffic on the way to work. I pray for nobody hitting on the brakes before me that's going to throw me off and get me off of my prayer time with you, my meditation with you, my praise and worship to you in the car. I pray that when I go into work or I go into the office or I start my day in business that it's a great day. I thank you that the clouds are open, that the sun is shining. Be specific, ladies and gentlemen. Why not? God is don't don't limit your prayer request because you, you know, what I'm saying trying to be humble or you don't believe that God can deliver what you pray. No, don't limit God by what you pray, because that's ultimately what you're doing. But pray specific, big, bold prayers and pray what you truly desire and can believe for. This man prayed that he would be clean and that he would be healed. That's a specific prayer. This man wanted to be delivered from leprosy, but also able to be around people as well within community with others because he was casted out due to his illness. And on tomorrow, we're going to come into contact with what Jesus said in verse 13. But as well, what I also have to emphasize is the man starting off by saying, if you are willing, huh? Oftentimes we question God's will. We question what God is willing to do. We question what God is able to do by saying, if you're willing. And I want us to not to have this perspective going forward. However, the text has this example in here for us to be able to see the levels of faith, the levels of believing. And uh, this man, he, he overcame unbelief. He had a measure of faith, right? As the Bible lets us know, we all have our measure of faith. However, uh, he was able to grow from this space and also help us to be able to grow from knowing that God is not only willing, but he's also able to do what we request and ask for him to do. So let us pray. I thank you, Lord God, for this opportunity always for us to be able to read your word, to come into understanding of your work and to be able to realize and recognize uh, through the examples of your word, how we are able to live life in this world, Lord God. I thank you that you are for us. I thank you that you are with us. I thank you that you will never leave us nor forsake us. And I thank you, Lord God, that you and you alone are the one that provides healing, the one that has already provided healing. By your stripes, we are healed. And I thank you, Jesus, for meeting us everywhere that we are. And even as we pray for others, I thank you that our prayer requests are heard and they are realized for those in which we pray those prayer requests of and for. And I thank you, Lord God, that as we continue to be in your word, that you will continue to bless us. You'll continue to reveal unto us the fullness of your peace, your prosperity, your security, stability, health, healing, and truth. And I thank you that as we come in contact with the truth, it and it alone will say Set us free. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, I thank you all again, as I always do, for tapping in and tuning in with today's reading. And I pray that if you are even here today, still, that you would like, that you would comment, and even share with others this Bible reading. And I pray that as it goes out, that we will as well be a beacon of light to others as they come into contact with the truth and that they live a life and life more abundantly through Jesus and Jesus alone. Remember, God loves you. I love you and have a great day. Peace. <laughs>